This episode is brought to you by my free marketing class. That's right, I have a brand new class just for you in 2022, where I am sharing how to build a better brand that gets seen and paid consistently. I am breaking it down for you in this class. We're talking what marketing is exactly. You need to start understanding how these pieces fit together, how you can better master your marketing so you're getting consistent leads and consistent sales without more of your time and energy. And ultimately, how your brand, how you're showing up as a business owner plays a role in all of this. You can watch it on demand right now at brandmary.com slash class. That's brandmary.com slash class. And I can't wait to hear what you think of it. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. I'm Michelle Knight, CEO and founder of Brand Mary, and your host here on this podcast. And yes, I said y'all. And yes, I know when my husband's listening to this, he's going to LOL. So we're just going to leave that in there. But we are back with part two of our habits episode with my good friend, former client, and our mentor inside of Brand Mary Academy, Ash. If you haven't already, I highly suggest that you pause this episode and go back and listen to part one so it all makes sense. But if you've already listened to part one, then I bet you are just excited as I am for you to jump into this episode. We're getting super actionable inside of this episode and Ash is dishing out the knowledge on how you can start to apply these concepts in your life and how they can ultimately support you in building your business. We're talking about color coding your calendar. We're talking about asking for help. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about all of the things. And I can't wait for us to dive into this episode. Again, if you haven't listened to episode 46, I highly recommend you pause, go listen to that first. But if that's already checked off your list, Let's get in to part two of our interview with Ash. So we've already talked about walking away from your business and how that can actually help you grow your business and become more productive and get better ideas. What are some other tips that you have that are super actionable that would support entrepreneurs maybe in, you know, more time management, creating more well-rounded, you know, energy in their life? What do you have for me? Because I know you have a lot. Give me three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that I can talk about this stuff for like days and days and days. Um, but one of my, you know, something that I tell all of my new clients is it's time to color code your calendar based mm-hmm. on energy expenditure. And I'm time out real quick. You shared this in our yearly summit in the Academy. And I swear everyone's mind was blown. Mine included. We were just like, what the hell? How come I didn't learn this in school? So listen up everybody. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so the way that I run my calendar is color-coded based on energy expenditure. So what that means for me is, you know, something that's really heavy mentally is a red block. Something that's really rejuvenating for me is purple. Something orange is like usually something client-facing that's going to take a bit of focus, but maybe not as much energetic focus as red, right? Then there's yellow, which is usually like, 
you know, client focused, but like pretty light. Um, or that can be marketing for me. It depends on what kind of marketing thing I'm working on, how hard that is. Blue for me is social. Green is like free time, go and do a thing. And sometimes that's like you're pushing yourself physically. But what this allows me to do, so every Sunday I sit down and I look at my upcoming week and I block out all of my appointments and I color code them. And I block out all of my social stuff on my calendar and I color code that stuff. And then I look at my to-do list and I'm like, okay, I've got to write 90 days of content, let's say. Well, that would definitely be orange to red for me. Maybe at the end of the week, it turns red. Maybe in the middle of the week, it's orange. But if all of that to-do list stuff happens on Monday and Tuesday, and I have a bunch of red and orange on Monday and Tuesday, I know that I'm heading for burnout. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm pushing myself too hard on those days. So I'll look at all of these other chunks in my calendar that I've got all of these different colors, and I'll try to make sure that like, you know, if I have red stuff, that it's spread across the week you know, that all of my social stuff doesn't happen on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, because I know that come Saturday, I'm just going to want to nap and for nobody to talk to me. Like Mm -hmm. those are things that I know about myself. So when I'm doing this work with clients, you know, we come up with what are the big stressors? Like, what do you get done doing that you feel like you need a nap from? And what's rejuvenating? What are the things that you get done doing that you feel pretty good about? And then there's all of the stuff in the middle, you know, some days it's rejuvenating, some days it's a little bit harder. But the goal here is to look at all of those different color chunks across your week or your month and say, great, I've got a pretty even all of this. If you're somebody who's trying to pick up a new hobby right now, because we've been talking about hobbies, make that a specific color. Like give your brain a visual representation of when you get to just invest in joy for joy's sake. Mm -hmm. Know when that's going to happen. So I have a a thing that I know is going to come up for a lot of listeners who are like, okay, well, some of this is out of my control. Now, if you haven't Mm -hmm. already listened to my time uh, management episode from earlier in this series, we won't get into all that, but I get it. Like sometimes you do have a lot on a Monday, right? Because stuff, these meetings always fall every single Monday and this work stuff with our children's falls on this. What would you recommend to somebody who's like, okay, well, I can't really at this stage avoid orange and red on Monday and Tuesday, would you say then Wednesday has to be no orange and red or what would your suggestion be? It totally depends on the person, but the base level like response to this is, you know, one thing that I didn't mention earlier is a white block. Every out, every day gets a white block on my calendar for an hour. And that white block is stress time. It's you fell behind time. It's this unexpected thing came up time. That one hour chunk, I do not get to schedule it. It's probably going to end up being productive for me, but sometimes I get to that white block and I'm like, I need a nap. Like I had no idea that this was going to be so hard or, you know, maybe I'm getting sick and I need extra rest or maybe, you know, for me, I'm my grandparents' primary caretaker. Like maybe they need something from me that day. Mm-hmm. That's when that needs to happen. But the the solid part about scheduling your time in these chunks, right? Not everybody can negotiate when those time chunks happen as easily. But if that white chunk for me needs to move up and the rest of my day is to-do list, then great. I still know that that's all accounted for in my energy expenditure. 
Now let's say you're someone who, you know, works a nine to five, has three kiddos at home. Maybe you're a single parent. You got so much on your plate, right? Like your time to focus on your business or yourself, right? I know that some people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I love Michelle and this stuff helps with life things, right? Mm -hmm. So Maybe that chunk of time, whatever that is, is 15 minutes at lunch, 15 minutes at dinner, and 15 minutes at the beginning of the day, where it's just these little white strips in your calendar where you know you're going to go and you're going to sit on the floor in the bathroom and close your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Closing your eyes is one of the fastest ways to get your brain back into neutral because 80% of like our exhaustion comes from visual stimulus. We take in so much information from our eyes. Um, the other thing that I'll say too is I hope that people are taking vacation. You know, if you- I mean, I have a whole episode about vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you have like a really big Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday morning, you're, you've got like this chunk of time, take Wednesday morning off. Mm -hmm. Like make that a joy finding time for you. Give back to yourself a little bit. Yeah. I, I, speaking about like entrepreneurship specifically, and I don't even know if we need any more tips because this one is like so good and so packed, but thinking about entrepreneurship specifically and, and launches, right? Because so many of our clients are launching. And, and one of the things that I did pretty early on was I would, before I even knew that scheduling like play all the time was important is I would schedule them during the launches, you know, or if I knew that this week required so much, like, you know, me, I bulk my content. So this week I'm recording all of my podcasts. I'm recording 12 podcasts this week. So this morning I went and got my IV, right? I get vitamin ozone IV. I have therapy later today. So I wanted to break up today because I knew I was recording episodes, right? I've got, you know, a coffee date with my girlfriends because I was like, I will sit here and I will record all of these episodes. I'll be in the red, right? The red and the orange and not kind of like finding these little pockets. But I love what you said that they can be five minutes. They can be 15 minutes. Again, going back to what we talked about in the beginning, it doesn't have to be two hours of your time every three days. It's kind of about building that. I don't want to say balance. I always say harmony, right? It's like a harmony because it's going to ebb and flow. Nice. Yeah. I love, I love harmony. I have also been looking for a replacement to the balance culture word. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing that I think is important to bring up here too, is like you found these, you know, nutritional life-giving ways in three different areas, right? You're taking care of yourself physically. You're investing in friendships, which comes back to you in spades and also feels rejuvenating. And you're asking for help. Like one of the things that I wanted to bring up earlier too, about these people who might be just always in the red and the orange, ask for more help enroll more people to support you. Like if you really believe in this dream or in this life and whatever you're building for yourself, business or otherwise, people are going to see that and they're going to pay it forward. They're going to pay it into your cup. Ask mm -hmm. for help. Yeah. Get some stuff off your plate. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think too, and we, and I talk about this in the time management type of episode, you know, in this series, it's like, you can't do it all. 
you know? And, and when you were talking about, you know, being a single mother, working a nine to five, having, but I'm thinking specifically about a client that we have inside of the Academy. And over the past couple of years, it's been very cool to watch her start to ask for help in different ways. You know, she works a full-time job. She's running her business. She's an author. She's got kiddos, right? Like I'm not going to say her name, you know, for transparency purposes, but she has gotten really good at asking for help. And that can be, you know, or paying for help. Let's just be honest, right? We can ask for help. And then we can also use our resources to just get help. Um, you know, mm -hmm. having someone come, you know, if you cleaning your house is a red thing for you, that could be something that you could pay someone for. And then you could fill that red area with green, right? It's about making those choices as you go, but really kind of, I think, stressing too, Ash and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, this should be an evolution. You're not going to get your calendar right in the first month. And I know everyone's like, I have to get it right, right now. <laughs> mm -mm. It's not yeah. Possible. Well, and that's the point. You want to start having a more didactic, transparent, transformative conversation with all of the interconnected pieces of your life. We're building sustainable long-term businesses. We're not building things that we want to crash. And, you know, we're not building with Legos. We're not going to destroy this thing. Mm -hmm. We don't want to, right? Yeah. And when you really start to like sense, okay, this is a red thing. Oh, I'm getting better at this thing. It could be orange now. Like that feels really good. I hope you take some celebration time. Also, when you're like looking at this stuff, you can start putting things into different pockets and grading yourself on a different scale. Like your brain is already used to kind of, you know, both seeing the interconnectedness of life and pocketing different energies. So then when you sit down and you look at like, okay, I've been, you know, working on my marketing for the past three months. How is that going? If I'm going to rate myself on a one to 10 scale with how marketing has been going in my business, one being like really, really bad, 10 being like nailing it, you know, great. You have all of this information via colors that can remind you how that stuff went for you. So one of the things that I love, Ash, that you do inside of the Academy, anytime someone is sharing like something that they've done, um, whether they look at it as a celebration or not. And I think that's kind of key. Your question is always like, how are you celebrating this? You know, someone's like, I watched the first video in the Pinterest training and you're like, how are you celebrating this? Can you talk a little bit about the importance of I call it micro celebrations in building this sustainable business. Yeah, for sure. Okay, great. So <laughs> you watch the first training of a thing. You signed up for a course. You put on pants with buttons. Like hey. give yourself a pat on the back because you are showing up for yourself. And the fact that you're showing up for yourself in alignment with who you want to be six months down the road, a year down the road, 10 years down the road deserves to be recognized seen and celebrated, right? We don't exist in a vacuum and, you know, circling this all back into asking for help, right? Part of why asking for help is really powerful is because inside of our idea space of us just working on our business or on our family or on whatever with just us, we don't know if our form's wrong. We don't really know where the walls are. It's just like us creating this thing. Having a conversation is a way to like find where the boundaries are to start like really seeing a thing. When we start celebrating the us that we want to be, the us that we want to continue showing up as, we're giving our brain those boundaries of, right, this is what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. It starts making those decisions easier. You're like 
you know, positive reinforcement with your pup. If you've got a dog at home, give them a treat. They just sat yeah. down all by your, themselves. You didn't even have to ask them, give them a treat. And when I mean, you're just starting training, they finally sat down. You've been asking them all day, give them a treat. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing for your brain. You want to give your brain the dopamine, the endorphins, the idea that this is a good thing, especially if this thing was hard. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm thinking about my son specifically, right? And you, you know, like I'm thinking about potty training him. Like we did a whole like sticker chart and it became like a whole thing. And when the whole sticker chart was full, he got something really cool that he wanted, you know? And like, we don't, we don't celebrate ourselves as adults. We lose that because no one's doing it to, for us. Like they were when we were children, but that has been one of the best things that I've done for my business. Again, a lot of these things that I did, I didn't even know that they were going to play a role, but I when I was growing to six figures specifically, every time I got a call with a client, every time somebody signed on, every time someone renewed, we would go to, out to dinner every time and we'd order a bottle of wine and we would effing celebrate. And it became such a thing that like my body, my brain wanted more of that, right? Because mm -hmm. I was rewarding myself. And as entrepreneurs, we don't reward ourselves because we're constantly thinking about like the next goal. Okay, well, where am I going next? When there's so much power, as we've already talked about sitting and, and acknowledging that, but also giving yourself a little bit of like joy. You need to give it to yourself, mm -hmm. right? When mm -hmm. I hit my first 25K month, I bought a bottle of champagne because I really like nice champagne. And it's not something that I drink often. I drink my hard kombucha, as many of you know. Like I bought a really nice bottle of champagne and I put it in my fridge in March with a sticker that said like, pop open when you hit 25K. And when I hit, and I looked at it every day, I focused on that celebration. And when I did, I popped it over. My cousin happened to be over that day. My mom and dad were, we were at their house, you know, and we all drank it and just like celebrated. And that is a core memory, you know? And I think about that every time I'm going towards the next goal. Yeah. You're giving your brain this idea to, that like doing this hard thing pays off in the long run right? And inside of outside athletics, we call that type two fun. We're like, great. We're at the type two fun thing. We are, you know, working hard to get up this hill and eventually there's going to be a payoff, right? Eventually there's going to be this epic viewpoint. We've got like wine and analgene and some chocolate bars, and we're going to sit and we're really going to enjoy this, but getting there takes type two fun. When somebody's like just starting to backpack, I'm like, yeah, this is the type two fun part. Like really enjoy those trees. So you don't think about your feet hurting, like uh -huh. keep giving your brain those hits of like good stuff. And when you get to the top, suddenly all of that other stuff fades into the background. You're like, oh yeah, this was why I did this. Like, mm -hmm. this is why inside of entrepreneurism, our goals are huge. Our goals are Everest we don't get the payoff that we really, really want for a while. So we need to keep reminding ourselves why it's important to show up. We need to keep giving ourselves those rewards. And if, you know, dinner and wine is not like your celebration as a listener, great, take a bath, you know, go for a walk, grab some gal pals and just like have a night of painting toes. I really, you know, want to stress too that like your celebration gets to be whatever feels generative to you. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you said that.
All right. So we've talked about, well, now we're just going to go with the three. Cause now we talked about two. We can't just stop now. We got the calendar. We got the, the celebration. I mean, technically we did ask for help, but do you got one more? <laughs> <laughs> one more tip. Well, what have people been struggling with? I mean, you know, your listeners, what's another topic that people really come to you and are like, yeah, I, I think one is definitely relationships. I think that when we start growing our businesses, um, especially if we are, let's say we are in some sort of partnership, um, I, I find that that area is really, really difficult. Either their partner's not supporting them, so they're distancing themselves or they divert their energy just to their business and not relationships. And maybe we say relationships and friendships because I've seen both happen, right? You know, can you speak, I guess, a little bit to that or maybe even offer a, you know, a nice metaphor <laughs> where we can <laughs> think about sure. our relationships a little bit differently as we're building our business? Yeah. I mean, of course, a hiking metaphor comes up. So let me think of like a different one because I think we're probably beating that one a little no, bit. No, um, you know me. I like consistent messaging. So I'm here for all it. Right. All right. So if you're on like a long backpacking trip with someone, there are times when you're really close and you're chatty and you're like, oh, look at that bird. Or, oh, I was doing this like um, thing at home the other day. I want to tell you about this craft project. You know, you're conversational. And then there's other parts in that multi-day trek that you're spaced out a little bit more, that there's space for silence, that there's like, okay, we're going to take some more time to be individual. Some hiking partners, that just like happens naturally. Nobody needs to say anything. You both know it's coming. Mm -hmm. Others, you need to be like, hey, I need some extra space right now. Right. Yeah. And then there's other times inside of that same journey where like, it's a little precarious. I'm afraid of heights. I don't know why I'm a climber. I really don't. But like, you know, even hiking, if there's like a narrow, like offshoot, if we're on the spine of something, I'm like, Hey, can you be close to me? Like, I don't actually need to hold on to you, but I need you closer to me right now because mm -hmm. this is hard for me to do. So sometimes they're like a turnaround automatically check on me kind of person. Other times I have to be like, Hey, I'm going to need you for this. So depending on your partnership, depending on your friendships, depending on who you are as a communicator, those relationships are going to be different or those conversations are going to be different. Mm -hmm. Right. And for the people who feel like they've talked about this with their partner over and over and over again, and are still not getting the support that they need, the question then comes up like, okay, well, how are you offering this as a conversation? Mm -hmm. How are you actually bringing it up? And, you know, this is like a little bit off topic from habits, but it's a really important structure that I want to bring in here, right? When you're talking about conflict with your partner, there's three things you need to keep in mind. You need a win, they need a win, and the thing needs to work in general, mm -hmm. right? So if you're talking to your partner and you're like, hey, I need your support in this thing, the question shouldn't be, how can you support me first? It's how can you feel like you can successfully show up in this space without losing on the things that you need to, mm -hmm. right? Where's that coming from? And then once you find out what that thing is for them, maybe your ask changes, or maybe it stays the same and a compromise is made, or, you know, maybe a new idea between the two of you shows up, 
right? But like the difficulty of the conversation or, you know, the space that you guys are navigating together doesn't negate the fact that both people inside of conflict need a win. And it might not be that I get what I want, right? The win might be an emotional win. They might feel seen and heard and respected, and that's enough for them to get on board with you. Another win might be that they actually get the thing that they're asking for. And the third win might be that the two of you have a deeper understanding of what's going on, even if the conflict isn't completely resolved in this one conversation, you both have enough information to go not think about the thing, let your subconscious process it, mm -hmm. and then come back again tomorrow to have a similar conversation in an open format where you're looking for those same things again. Their win, your win, and the mutual win of coming together. Inside of friendships, you know, it's not, it's a little bit different, right? You're usually not going up to like your best gal pals being like, y'all, this is where I need your support, uh -huh. right? But if you're, if you're really in a deep, like good relationship with these people and they're lifting you up in these other ways and you're not feeling like you can show up in the ways that you want to with them or you're feeling like you do need the dynamics to change, I hope that you're saying that stuff out loud. Mm -hmm. And if they are not receptive to it, if they are not, you know, actively lifting you up, then maybe it's time for a good old fashioned friendship audit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh. I have so, <laughs> I so, so good. I was so quiet that time. Cause I was like, okay. Yeah. Taking note too. At the same time, right. We're always growing. We're always oh, yeah. learning new things about ourselves. And as we talked about, as Tani and I talked about it, I talked about this is running a business, building a sustainable business is all an evolution. You're not going to figure everything Ash just graced us with. You're not going to ace in the next 30 days. It's all an evolution and that audit and those different things. I know those are what you support our clients with inside of the Academy. Um, you know, so shameless plug to that. Like, and I tell people this all the time. I'm just like, yeah, you love this knowledge. Get on the dang monthly habits call with Ash and let her, you know, help you. It's such an awesome asset because this idea of our personal lives and the vital role that they play in the success of our business is overlooked in so many programs. And it's so important, especially when we're talking about sustainability. So thank you for bringing the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one more little like knowledge drop inside of the relationship category before we totally leave it behind here yeah. is like find entrepreneur friends. If you're mm -hmm. doing a thing that's hard and your friends don't get it, like everybody inside of my day world, my day world, oh my gosh, my like, you know, not work life. Yeah. They have no idea what I do. They mm -hmm. have zero idea. They can empathize with the fact that I have a goal and I'm working towards it, but they can't, they don't, they don't have any idea. Yeah. But I need the people in my life, like you, like Tani, like some of my other, you know, entrepreneur business owner friends who I can be like, oh my gosh, like this is what I'm dealing with. And they get it. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes the thing that's in your way between you and your partner or you and your friends is that you don't have the community of the thing that you're building enough and you are putting too much pressure on those relationships to be in the same dream as you. Yes. Yes. To fill that okay. bucket, right? It might be a different bucket. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm just like laughing a little bit on the inside because I just had this realization. We have obviously broken this up into a two part episode with, you know, which was not intentional, but not to, you know, draw any parallels or anything, but Brene Brown interviewed James Clear. And that was also a two part episode. So <laughs> people are going to be like, you weirdo. It's a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. And I know you've got so much more for us. Um, but obviously one of the best ways to, you know, get this recurring sustainable business habit knowledge is to join us inside of Brand Mary Academy. But where's another place that, um, you know, people can consume your work? Cause I know you are not on social media. I am not on social media. Um, they can go to storybreath.org. And my name again is Ash Wilder. Um, and, and we'll inside of storybreath.org. Yeah. Yeah. Inside of Story Breath, you know, there's a creative writing community. There's, you know, coaching very much like what we've been talking about. And then there's massage therapy because I really wanted my business to encompass all of the things that I wanted to support people with. So yeah, there you have. I love it. I love it. Well, I think it goes without saying, Ash, that I'm a true fan <laughs> and I feel so honored that, well, not only have I been able to be your coach at some point in life, but now, you know, to have you on the Brand Mary team supporting clients. Um, so thank you for joining, sharing your story, sharing your knowledge. Um, yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. And thank you so much because honestly, my business would not be where it was today without, you know, R2F, Roadmap to Freedom and Brand Mary Academy and all of your support. So yeah, good to see you. It's my pleasure. I hope that you are loving this series all about creating a sustainable business. As a reminder, we will be back with another episode next week, but there are multiple episodes that you can listen to as part of this series. So if you haven't tuned into those, now is a great time to listen in. Another thing I wanted to remind you of before we close out this episode is that I have a class for you that is focused on building a sustainable business. In this class, I'm specifically sharing with you how to build a better brand that gets seen and paid consistently. As we've talked about, having sustainable revenue leads to a sustainable business. So if you haven't tuned into this new training, you can head to brandmary.com slash class. That's brandmary.com slash class to sign up and watch it instantly. I'll see you next week in another episode.